The Linux Reality Podcast is sponsored by O'Reilly Media, spreading the knowledge of innovators through its books, online services, magazines, and conferences. Visit them today at O'Reilly.com. Hello, welcome back to Linux Reality. This is episode number ninety-four. Glad to have you back, uh, and uh, I think uh, I think everybody really enjoyed that um, interview with Nathan Lowell based on the feedback I got. So that's awesome, and I think uh, there's a lot of people checking out his book. So uh, appreciate that feedback. And speaking of books and writers and all that, we've actually got a guest episode this week, and it's very very apropos. Um, this is a, a really nice uh, guest episode from Charles Olson, and it's about Linux for writers. And he talks about the tools and the different things that, that uh, people who are writers can use that are, you know, that are available in Linux. So there's a lot of great stuff in here. And uh, I'd like to thank Charles for recording this and sending it in. It's great stuff. So uh, next week we're going to do a listener feedback episode. And uh, so... Stay tuned for that. But for now, here is Charles Olson on Linux for Writers. Hi, this is Charles Olson for Linux Reality. Today I am going to talk about Linux for Writers. I'll start by telling you a little about my background. I am a professional writer in the sense that I've published articles and received payment. I published somewhere between 300 and 400 articles. About half of those were in paying magazines and half were in volunteer publications. I don't make my living as a writer. Uh, right now I develop and present technical training. Uh, before that I worked in help desk and PC support for over 20 years. In addition to uh, writing articles for magazines, I'm also writing fiction. I have not managed yet to sell any fiction. I'm still working on that. Uh, but one day you will read my novels and you'll see my movies on the big screen. In his podcast, uh, Chess has talked about the importance of getting the word out about Linux, and I agree with that absolutely. I think the biggest thing holding people back right now, or holding Linux back right now, is that most people don't have a realistic understanding of Linux. And, in fact, several of my recent articles that I published were attempts to get the word out about Linux uh, to educate people, so maybe they'll give it a try. But I think that a lot of people don't actually care about the OS. Uh, they, they don't actually care if it's Windows or OS X or Linux. They really just want to get their work done. So while it is important to get the word out about Linux, I think it's also important that we get the word out that people can do the work they need to using Linux. And to that end, I'm going to be talking about how a writer can get their work done in Linux. I think Linux is a, a, a great operating system for writers because writers tend to be broke. When you consider the hours worked and the pay received, I think writing is probably one of the lowest paying professions. 
Now, you may point to uh, Tom Clancy or to uh, J.K. Rowling, for example, who is now a billionaire. But for every Tom Clancy or Joe Rowling, uh, there are probably hundreds of writers like me, uh, people who have published articles or stories and receive payment, but not nearly enough income from that to make a living. Uh, and there are a lot of writers who are living off their writing income, but a lot of those are just barely getting by. And they tend to be using uh, the oldest, uh, cheapest computer equipment they can get by with. Uh, since I've been doing computer support, uh, a lot of people have asked me for recommendations as to what hardware and software they should buy for home use. Now, of course, nobody wants to pay more than they have to, uh, but the writers I've talked to, uh, they tend to be the most emphatic about saving every penny they possibly can. They also tend to be using older hardware uh, because they will hang on to it until it just completely dies. So keeping that in mind, uh, Linux and other open source software uh, can be a great solution for writers. Uh, everything I'm going to talk about today is free. You can legally download it and install as many copies as you want at zero cost. Okay, so the obvious starting place is with Linux itself. Uh, the great thing about Linux is that it will run fine on crappy old hardware that wouldn't dream of running Vista and in some cases even uh, Windows XP. And if you know someone who's looking to uh, perhaps invigorate an older PC that's been running Windows, Linux is a very effective way to do that. Uh, I think which Linux you use doesn't matter so much. Uh, but if you're making a recommendation for a potential new user, I would suggest that you stick with one of the more popular distros because it will be easier for them then to find support. Uh, personally, I used Kubuntu for quite a while, and right now I'm running uh, PC Linux OS on my desktop, and I really love that one. I'm also trying Ubuntu 7.10 on my laptop. Um, I've also read good things about some of the other distributions, such as Mint, uh, Fedora, and uh, Mandriva. In fact, I'm thinking of trying Fedora 8 now myself. I've been reading a lot of good stuff about that. Uh, one more thing to think about in recommend, <coughs> excuse me, in recommending a particular distribution is that if you're introducing them to Linux, they're probably going to be asking you for support. So uh, you can easiest thing I think is to just give them a CD for the distro that you're already using uh, because that's one you're probably most familiar with. So once they they get started with Linux. Uh, the next thing to think about is a writer obviously needs a word processor. That's probably one of their most um, valuable programs. I think most of the popular Linux distributions today include OpenOffice as part of the base install. So in most cases, the writer will al already be covered as far as word processor. Uh, I've been using OpenOffice myself uh, for for a few years now and it's done everything I needed it to do. I know that Microsoft Word has more features but even back at the version 10 years ago I still wasn't using probably 80 percent of what it did. Uh, OpenOffice has that covered. Uh, it can do everything a writer really needs to do. Uh, I did have some 
frustrations with uh, version one of OpenOffice, uh, but I've been very happy with, uh, with the software since version two was released. Uh, there are several advantages uh, to using OpenOffice. Uh, number one, it's very powerful. It can't, like I was saying before, it can probably do everything you need it to do. Uh, two, and this is great for, for writers, although everyone would love this, it's free. Uh, you can contribute to the project if you want to. Uh, there are different ways to contribute. Uh, you can tr uh, contribute money, of course. You can contribute your time. Um, and by documenting it, by testing, even writing code, if that's a skill you have. But you can legally install and use OpenOffice without paying a dime. So writers are going to love that part. Most people will, actually, I guess. Um, another advantage is that it's small. The uh, OpenOffice install does not take up nearly as much space on your hard disk as Microsoft Office does. And if you save files in the, uh, the default format, the open document format, they tend to be much smaller. I, a lot of cases they seem to be about one-fourth the size of the files that you save in Microsoft Word format. Uh, both these together mean that you can get by with a smaller hard disk, uh, which again you may have if you're trying to uh, get going with an older PC. Uh, another advantage to OpenOffice, it can read and write files in Microsoft Word or Excel format. So if you already have documents created from those programs, you can open them directly in OpenOffice. Uh, and you can also save them back to Microsoft Office format in case you have to share uh, files with people who are using Microsoft Office. Now, OpenOffice is not the only software available for word processing. Uh, there's others such as uh, KOffice and AbbaWord. I have not tried AbbaWord myself. I did try KOffice a while back, but at least at that time, it could not read or write files in Microsoft Office format. So I've just stuck with OpenOffice. Now before a writer starts actually writing, they usually need to organize what they're going to be doing. And there are various tools available to help with that. Uh, index cards, I mean the physical paper index cards, are an approach that writers have used for a long time. Uh, and many writers still use them, even though they have computers. Um, but if you want to organize your writing on a computer, there are programs designed to help. Uh, I've tried several of them, and I've, I've never really found one that I kept using. Uh, even if I initially liked it, uh, I just didn't find it helpful to, to stick with it and keep using it. I recently read a suggestion uh, from a pre <clears throat> excuse me, professional screenwriter who uses Microsoft Excel to organize his screenplays before he writes them. Uh, I use the spreadsheet in OpenOffice instead of using Excel, but I have found the idea works very well. In this case, the cells in the spreadsheet basically become your index cards. You can have multiple stacks by putting each stack in a separate column or different worksheets in the workbook. And once you have them in there, it's easy to move the cards around to rearrange the story uh, or article. Uh, if you have, for example, different storylines going on, you might write the events in each storyline separately and then mix the cards together to make the final story. Um, so now I actually 
do use OpenOffice Calc to plan my fiction writing and sometimes even my um, articles. But there is more to writing than just writing. Uh, usually have notes that you need to keep track of. And these days you can do a lot of research on the internet. Uh, and whether you're researching on the web or from books or magazines, uh, there is a great program for tracking that research called Zotero, spelled Z-O-T-E-R-O. -E uh, Zotero is actually an add-on for, uh, for a few of the web browsers, including Firefox, which is the one I use. Uh, Zotero adds a button to the bottom right of uh, the Firefox window, and when you click the Zotero button, it opens up uh, in the bottom, about bottom third of the screen. You can type notes in directly or paste in text, uh, but it can also capture a link to the web page you're looking at, or it can capture the web page itself, which is what I always do, because so many times in the past I saved a link, and when I go back a month or a year later, uh, it's no longer there. It's been archived or um, something happened to it. So uh, so I always save the page in Zotero, and that way I'll always have it when I go looking for it. Um, sometimes I'm not so much doing research, but just stumbled on, onto something that I know is would fit into some writing that I'm doing, but maybe not actively at the moment, or something I'm thinking of doing. So I know I'm going to want it eventually, or even if I might want it eventually. I'll go ahead and, and save it now to Zotero. Uh, Zotero can search the text that you've typed in or the, in the web pages that you saved. So you can find anything. It also has folders and tags so you can organize the information. It's a very nice program, um, and it's free. And it's available for Linux and Windows and Macintosh. Uh, as long as you're running... Uh, a web browser that supports it, which is uh, Firefox, Netscape Navigator, or one called Flock, which I've never heard of. Uh, there are a couple of ways to get Zotero. Uh, you can go to www.zotero.org. That's www.zotero.org. Or in Firefox, you can just click the Tools menu and choose Add-ons, and you will find uh, Zotero on that list. If your goal is to write movie scripts, there is software that can help with that. Um, the scripts have to be written in a very specific format uh, if you want to be taken seriously. And in Windows World, the uh, most popular script writing programs are Final Draft, uh, which costs $229, or Movie Magic Screenwriter, which costs $250. Now, you can use a word processor to write scripts. There's nothing magical about it that you need other software. But like I said, the scripts have to be submitted in a very specific format, uh, as far as the margins, uh, the indents, uh, uppercase, uh, even lowercase, and the font also. Uh, it really has to look like it came out of a typewriter, uh, so you don't want fancy fonts. And some of the uh, default uh, fonts that are included in Windows, for example, like Courier New, is really kind of light. It's not really um, bold enough for it. Uh, if you search around, you can find uh, stronger Courier fonts, but definitely want to use Courier for it. But anyway, uh, there is a free program I found for script writing. Uh, it also is available 
for Linux as well as Windows and Mac, and it's called Celtix, uh, spelled C-E-L-T-X. Celtix is actually an open source program that makes it very easy to write in a correct format for scripts because it handles all the formatting. All you have to worry about is the content you're putting into it. Uh, a script will include various elements like the scene headings, uh, action description, character names, parentheticals, and dialogue, and they all have to be formatted very precisely. In Celtics, you can select these elements for a drop-down, but even better, you can select them just by pressing the tab or enter keys on the keyboard. Uh, for example, if you, uh, if you enter a character name, well, the next thing that's going to come after a character name is almost always uh, dialogue. So when you type in a character name and you hit enter, it automatically goes to the dialogue element. Sometimes, though, after the character name, you'll go to a parenthetical. So if that's what you need at that point, you just hit tab, and it automatically switches to a parenthetical. And then after you've entered that, when you hit enter, it goes back to dialogue. So again, you don't really need to think about the formatting, just just think about the information, the content you want to put down, and the software, Celtics, will take care of the formatting for you. Uh, then when you're ready to uh, submit the script, you can print it out, or you can save it to a PDF file. Um, Celtics can actually help you do a lot more than just write your script. If uh, you're putting together some kind of um, media or multimedia project, uh, Celtics can do a lot of things can, that can help you with that. A, a project in Celtics can contain the script, uh, actually uh, multiple scripts if you want. It can also store information about the characters. Uh, it has a form you can fill in with things like name, uh, description, their role in the story, their age, motivation, background, and other information about the character. Uh, you can also put in extensive details about scenes, including locations where those scenes will be filmed, and um, contact and facilities information about the locations. You can also enter detailed inf information about props, uh, about actors, uh, wardrobe. Uh, there's you c uh, also a storyboard where you can add graphic images to help you visualize your project. Uh, all of these things can be created and stored in a Celtics project. And the files are actually the same regardless of what kind of PC you're running on. I've actually uh, copied Celtics programs between Linux and Windows PCs and back again, editing on both programs, on both platforms. Uh, I've even edited Celtics projects directly on a USB drive, just moving it to different PCs, and Celtics is perfectly happy with that. I don't really recommend that because you have just one copy of it, and it's really safer to copy it to the PC and work from there. But it does work if you if you like to do it that way. So you can see Celtics is a powerful program, and it's absolutely free. Uh, you can get it at uh, www.celtics.com. That's www.celtx.com. Uh, so you can see, uh, Linux has tools to take care of pretty much everything a writer might need, uh, and has the added advantage that Linux can run on old, slow PCs that can't run Windows very well. And, of course, if there is some Windows program that you just can't live without, uh, you can probably run it uh, in Linux using Wine or Crossover Linux. 
So if, if you do know of any writers who are looking to upgrade from an old PC but don't have the money or don't want to spend the money, uh, let them know that they can install Linux and all the software they need for free. That should get their attention there and they'll really be happy with that. Uh, I'm Charles Olson. Uh, if you have any uh, questions, comments, uh, derogatory remarks, uh, you can reach me at charles.olson at pobox.com. That's charles.olsen at pobox.com. Uh, and I'll be happy to uh, answer them for you. Uh, thanks for listening. Okay, well, thank you very much, Charles, for recording that and sending it in. It's great stuff. I love getting uh, user-contributed content like that. So uh, thanks so much. I think it's time to wrap it up for this week. Well, you can reach me uh, by sending an email to linuxreality at gmail.com. And if you want to send in a, a feedback or listener tip or anything like that, you can record an audio file and just uh, attach it to, uh, to an email. That's an easy way to get a hold of me. Or, of course, you can go to linuxreality.com slash contact and uh, check out the different phone numbers and voicemail hotline numbers and all that kind of stuff that you can use. Uh, please do check out the forums at linuxreality.com slash forums. And uh, if you haven't registered, please do so and jump right in. We've got a lot of nice discussions going on in there. And the IRC channel has been fun. I've been doing a lot of IRC lately, and it's it's very cool. And uh, getting to know some listeners, and it's kind of fun. You get to see the same people in there every day, and sort of check in and chat and everything. So uh, head on over to uh, hash Linux Reality on irc.freenode.net. I think that's going to do it for me for today. So I hope you all have a great week and a great weekend. I'll catch y'all next time. This has been episode ninety four of Linux Reality. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>